0: It's time for Golf DMV, highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And now, here is Claude Jennings. Welcome back to Golf DMV, brought to you in part by Cache Spine Sports, called golfdmv.com. You can learn more about uh, Dr. Uh, Smith and all the services uh, provided there, who, by the way, is getting clients referred to um, her by the podcast. Uh, You're welcome, Dr. Smith. No, no, no. Thank you so much for your partnership. It means a lot to us here at Golf DMV. We've got so much going on. We played around at Oak Creek. Uh, The question of the day is, two. Did Vern have on new Jordans? Uh, and the second one is, did Vern drive any greens? We'll have an update on that coming up. Also, our Louisville correspondent checked in with a with a spreadsheet, and only. Uh, the most uh, Rodney and LB way of doing things to create a spreadsheet to, 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 you know, chart whatever it is to try to chart. Also, we're going to become authors of our own books uh, coming up a little bit later. Um, And, and Vern's got a sandwich story. I have no clue what the sandwich story is about, but we're going to have Vern's update on that. And also the match. Um, We've got a, uh, we've got uh, some feedback on uh, Steph Curry's shirt. LB had brought it up. I didn't see it when he had mentioned it because I had to kind of watch it on playback. Still haven't seen the whole thing. But we'll talk about that. Also, Phil Mickelson is proven to be, uh, you know, quite the quite, quite the funny guy. I mean, quite mm-hmm. the personality uh, as compared to like Tiger Woods. I will have a little bit on that as far as uh, Phil's latest uh, IG um, hijinks, uh, if you will. But we've got a couple things. We'll start out. Uh, LB. Oh, also, uh, Josh Jackson, uh, a long drive competitor. He's going to be on the show today. Uh, Vern and I had a uh, LB was tied up in some other business, <laughs> 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 and so Vern and I sat down and spoke with him. And uh, man, I like Josh, man. But you, Me you, too. you'll see why we like Josh. Uh, and uh, don't forget, up. he's local. He's local. Local, it? exactly. Uh, 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 he's and actually, he's, he's doing some instruction on uh, 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 Twin Lakes and Laurel Hills mm-hmm. uh, there in Virginia. Uh, and but we'll have more about that. LB, you've got a couple things you want to start out with. The miss missed announcements. I don't know what it's about, yes, but you got yes. the missed announcements and mm-hmm. a small world story. Yes. Let's start with the the missed
1: announcements. Okay, missed announcements. So uh, last uh, week's show, uh, Thanksgiving week show. I hope you all enjoyed it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, three things we did not say. One, we talked about it. We did not publicly wish Vern a happy birthday. We oh. talked about it being his birthday, but we never said. Hey Vern, happy birthday yeah. on the show. And I felt I felt some kind of way about that afterwards. So, like, you know, we at least could have said happy birthday. We could have. Although I know it. we said it to you. You know, individually on a, on the a round or whatever. Yeah. whatever. And, we, and thank you to you. You paid for my round at uh, Rudderwood. You're welcome. Night. That was not necessary to put publicly, but okay. Oh. Thank you. You're welcome anyway. <laughs> okay. uh, but again, police, by the way, always doing kind things behind the scenes. Just don't tell see, them about it. Right, but see now, other people have heard that now, so they go like, Oh, I'm gonna go make sure on my birthday, I go pay with LB, so you will play <laughs> my round. <laughs> Bottom line is, you're not paying for any birthday round for Rick McCormick. It's basically what to say. <laughs> I, Let's cut to the chase, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's all he's trying to say. <laughs> Sorry, Rick. Yeah, too late. <laughs> to April. Um, his birthday happened to be the day after mine just as a side note okay. um, you can count him not paying for your round either exactly but it's, so, but right. it's the so I'll reciprocate <laughs> the offer from him to not pay <laughs> for mine um, and we did not And uh, Rodney our Louisville correspondent birthday was actually Thanksgiving Day ah. and we did not say happy birthday to him and then I found out uh, this Saturday that um, uh, Mrs. Brown's birthday was this past Saturday as well. So happy birthday to her.
2: Oh, we, didn't yeah. we
1: just right. missed a lot of birthdays. We missed three birthdays in one week. So but we you know that. what? We and I'll be honest fixed. with
0: you, when it comes to the people that we all know in the same circle, I do rely on Lawrence for everybody's birthday. Cause, <laughs> cause not only will LB say happy birthday to everybody, he will send a text like, Hey guys, it's so-and-so's birthday. Hey, it's yep. this person's birthday. Be sure to shoot them a text. And he'll say, here's their number in case you need it. That's kindness folks. I mean, it that's is. kindness. At
3: least I can buy... do because I'm
1: not buying you a gift. So at least I can do a send a text.
3: Yeah, you can send that text. And then I, I, uh, I immediately, when I get those texts, I immediately go to the store and uh, buy a birthday cake for all the homies. <laughs>
1: that's that's a, an inside say, joke. That's an inside joke. That's though. an yes, inside joke. <laughs> we, we did have,
0: years ago, a situation where there was a, a, a person in the circle. A grown he had a birthday, a grown adult male. I think he was. Probably turning 40 or something like that, right? <laughs> he was going through a situation, and the, the homies wanted to help him feel good on his birthday. And so we wanted to throw a, a birthday party around March Madness. Mm-hmm. We're going to watch some basketball games. And there's one particular brother sent a text out and said, um, Hey, who's picking up the cake? I don't think anyone <laughs> responded to the text
2: because <laughs> we just don't that-
0: do cake at an all male birthday party no, over no, wings no. and pizza and uh, drinks and
1: basketball. No the one's only, doing the cake. only cake you buy at that situation is a girl has to jump out of it.
0: Yeah. And we weren't doing that. And so...
2: <laughs> and so... And I,
3: you know what? I appreciate that you guys had the discretion to not even... Because this is a brother in the circle. To not even just take him down. You just blew past... You just said, nope, right. just delete not that doing message move on. Yep. Wings and just completely ignored it. Don't bring yeah. it up again. Although, privately,
0: we flame him over. Oh, <laughs> oh, never right, to oh, his face, fun. though. Oh, never <laughs> to his face. No, no, no. Only behind his back. Um, <laughs> so that's...
1: And uh, that's the announcement story. Um, mm. But now, small world. You got a small world? Small story. world situation. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I know we've talked about this before. I'm having a uh, process done on my hip called PRP plate, uh, platelet rich plasma uh, trying to get my hip uh, back to young, my younger days uh, mo- mm-hmm. and mobility. And today I was in the, in the, uh, in the facility and a clinical assistant was helping me with some of the exercise I had to do. So and one of the ones I was doing, he said, this is really going to be good for your golf game. Cause mm-hmm. I had my golf DMV face mask. So he, mm-hmm. you know, he knows I play golf. Right. So he says, uh, yeah, this is really going to help your golf game. You might get 10 more yards out of your swing because it's really going to open up your hips. You're going to have a really good turn. Nice. So while I'm doing this exercise, he's over there like practice doing dry swings. So I say, oh, so, you you know, you play golf, right? He said, yeah, yeah, I play golf all the time. And, we you know, we start chit-chatting. He said, yeah. He said, yeah, it was really cool when y'all shouted me out on the show. And I I paused. I said, uh, hmm. shouted y'all out on the show. He said, yeah, yeah. The one guy shouted me out on the show. I said, well, I said, it's only three of us, so there's only two left. So at least, at least Vern and Claude. He said, Claude, that's the guy. He shouted me out on the show. And I, I said, really, when? And he started explaining to me when. So remember when you signed up at the, uh, in Needwood mm-hmm. and you had on your Golf DMV shirt mm-hmm. and a guy behind the counter said, hey, I listen to that show? Yeah. Well, that guy is Tyler, and he works yeah. at the Pain Arthritis Center. Tyler clinic And he's a clinical assistant. No, he's, he's a... Yo, yeah. shout out, because Tyler's a young black dude, right? Yes, yes. Shout out to the young black dudes out here getting it done. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I was like, he started telling this story. I'm like, yeah, I remember that story. Yeah, so that's that's Tyler. So he and I was shooting this talking today. Thank mm-hmm. um, like you for keeping we, radio safe. Yes, while we were network. going through all my all my exercises and all that stuff. So, uh, so yeah, small world. I mean, just you know, out of the blue, we just we just ran into each other there. So, shout out, to Tyler. Cool. Yeah, shout yeah. out to Tyler. Yeah, yeah. So I dope, told man. I told him today. I said, well, we're gonna talk about you tonight. So make sure you listen. <laughs> next week. <laughs> make, make sure you get his hip right, Tyler. Uh, yeah, I need keep I need you. all the help I can get, and actually, this it, it is making some improvements. So good. good. So well, shout out good. to Tyler and the rest of the crew. Absolutely. Well, there
0: you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, moving on. So we played around this past weekend um, in honor of Mrs. Brown's birthday. We played around the golf. <laughs> a, early. Yeah. That's what we did. Right, early. <laughs> played around at Oak Creek Golf Course, um, a course that that I think has drawn LB's attention because of his hate for Lake Presidential. And so, as opposed to playing LP on a fall round where it's going to be a right. little chilly outside, nobody feels like being beat down by that course. We decided to play Oak Creek. Um, anything particular from this round uh, that stood out to you guys? Anything that you're like, ah, I mean, you know, was it, I mean, it was a fun fall round. You know, we are, mm-hmm. we had Rick McCormick. I did like the fact that they said, um, you know, you can't drive in the fairways, but you can drive around on the rough and even behind yeah. the green, which was pretty cool to do. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. For me, I'll, I'll go first. It's mine short <clears throat> round started off hot, two pars, a couple of bogeys. It you know, ended up with a 45 in the front, but it, it kind of flamed out the end. But but i'm gonna have to check in with jp here because i did have two drives uh 275 and then one 280 but unlike before so you guys know like i'll get one of these every one in five rounds every Mm -hmm. one in four rounds i had two in the same round and they don't they don't they're they're easier now they're coming easier Mm -hmm. so (laughs) that that you know i have to i'm looking for any positives i can because last week was a rough week i wasn't able to get to all my exercises but that was a positive for me. I was like, "Oh, okay." The speed, the 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 feeling of swinging fast doesn't feel as out of control right. or crazy as we talked about. We're at week six now of sixteen, I think. Week six or seven. So um, yeah, yeah. So the program's working. So there was that, and I had a good time with the fellas. It was uh, temperature was nice, it wasn't too mm-hmm. cold or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Vern
0: provided the cider. Thank you so much again. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, no one thing that was funny, we laughed about it was that, I, like, I can't remember exactly which hole it was, but it was a reachable par four for Vern. oh yeah off the tee box (laughs) and the whole the whole up until this point the whole round uh we're just driving up you know kind of casually getting out the cards talking a little bit teeing it up and for most people who don't know like Vern is usually not the first one to hit off the tee box like i'll go first or lb will go first usually and it's just kind of the rhythm of things i just set up put the ball down or whatever this time, before I could even get out the cart, Vern was already up in the tee box, taking a practice <laughs> swing, lined up, and hit the ball. Right. <laughs> because he was, I think he was just like anticipating this drivable par four for him yes. and just trying to see mm-hmm. if he can get it. Vern. That, that was the funniest moment <laughs> other than the birthday cake discussion. That was the funniest moment of the, of the, of the round because you were just, it's like you were anticipating this short bar four. You can call it what it was. Driver. I was pressed.
3: I was super pressed and thirsty <laughs> to get up to that 280 and, and see if I could do it again. And it's amazing for those listening. I mean, I nobody nobody cares about my game. But basically, it's, it's this weird thing where if you put one out there, a green, 260 to 280 yards, I can get close to it. I, like this year, I've been getting close to it. Mm-hmm. More often than not, and it blows my mind that that happens. But then when we get on a wide par five, somehow I can just put it in the woods So I I tell the the fellas every time it's like, yo, if they need to put greens in the middle of the fairway, and then I'll be good. I'll be hitting joints, <laughs> right. Yeah. So I didn't get and to to answer the question at the top of the show. I did not make the green. I was maybe too yeah, yards off. Yeah, you were close. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it had a little upslope. Kind of stopped on the upslope, whatever. But it was close. to cracked it off, and it was still a good drive. So mm-hmm. you know, it was right straight the That's the key. It
1: was straight. Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That was good.
0: OB, how do you feel about your old creek round?
1: Uh, It got better on the back. The front started off pretty rough. Um, Mm -hmm. It got better on the back. Minus the one bogey, I still shot in the 80s. So, I mean, the one uh, mulligan, I'm sorry, that Vern gave me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank Mm -hmm. you, sir. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) It still matters to to get in the high 80s. So, that was good. Um, What was it? 88, too? 88, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, 89 if you take away the mulligan. Right.
0: right, right. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean um yeah it's interesting because you know and you'll hear this from um josh later on in, in the show um I, I i felt better about myself off the tee box and this has been consistent maybe the last three rounds mm-hmm. or four rounds like i've been mm-hmm. better off the tee box and your game you just feel better when you can keep when you can put the ball in the fairway mm-hmm. even and watch like you don't. we don't hit 18 out of 18 fairways you know what i mean obviously you'll put it on the green every part three but when you're when you're When you know that you can do it and you 've been doing it repeatedly, you just right. feel better about your game, even if one doesn't you know if one kind of trails off in the rough or even in the woods and you finally kind of punch out you just feel better when you're hitting the ball better off the, off the off the t, so that was going on, and uh my my chipping and putting was was better this this past weekend and, yes,
3: yes it was
0: and and so I mean so things pieces were coming together, so I felt good. About that, And so I asked a question when we were at Oak Creek, I said, hey, I want to talk about some on the show. Like if you were writing a story about your golf career, you're writing a complete book and you had to write the, the end of the chapter on 2020, because, you know, when this show airs, it's going to be December 1st. Um, what would the 2020 chapter be? What would the title be? And I'm going to start first. And, and maybe I have multiple t- titles, but the first one that I'm going to say before I go to anyone else is it would be um, I'm coming in hot. Because there's not <laughs> one round this year where I was not more than 10 minutes outside of the tee time every single round, except mm-hmm. when we were in Orlando, there was two times we were we, the, the times that we were in Orlando because we we're all going to the courses together. So right, I had to right. be on time together. And then and then there was the time uh, at Lake presidential where we had some tea times, but I think I got the time mixed up yeah. and I was there an hour ahead. And so if I had gotten there, if, if the time was when I thought it was, I would have been within the 10 minute window frame, but it, I was, it was, I was an hour off. And right. so, and so I was there with, with a whole 45 minutes to kind of warm up and stuff. But that's the only times that I got there, got to around within a 10 minute um, a window of the tea time, and so oh, my accident. whole theme for 2020 would be, you know, um, I'm running, I, I, I'm running, I'm coming in hot, coming in hot. <laughs> Which brings me to my frustration because then, and this is stuff literally, like I've said this before, and I'm like, if you would just show up ahead of time, mm-hmm. and swing and get few, loose, yep. and work on your game a little bit, your rounds might be better. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a, like okay, well, my game has improved, and I haven't warmed up, but then it's like. Right. But then think how, how much further along you'd be if you actually would, you know, do things that you normally should do. Show up at least thirty minutes, forty minutes ahead of t time to warm up, to chip, to putt, to do things to get some of the bad swings out.
1: And practice. I just do But yeah,
0: yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But that, my, my, my 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 chapter would be. I mean, coming in hot. Coming in hot. What about you, mm-hmm.
3: Uh For me, <clears throat> yeah. So soon to, I, I had as soon as left the course pretty much uh, coming up short.
2: Coming up, coming up up short.
3: I like it because it works on three levels. It works on uh, you know figuratively, and then you know literally for both distance and then for the greens. Basically, um, it sounds negative, but it's not necessarily not necessarily. But yeah, the end of the end of this year is just uh, again the coming up short part, trying to get a little bit more distance, obviously with this program and everything else. And I'm just getting there. And then this year, the negative part of it is, is this year, man, just a lot of missed greens, even on rounds where I had great drives or a or great driving around. Um, you know just in and around the green and not you know not always bad So you know the, tip, the typical chip and two putt for a bogey but um but but in good position so like 100 like we talk about all the time it'll be 100 yards out 120 yards out even if it's not a straight duff well it's just left or it's just mm-hmm. sh- short, short 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 par threes a lot of these oak creek uh this past uh saturday were were short and i was making mm-hmm. bogey so i feel like uh, we say this every every damn year. I feel like I'm close. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> hope traffic. <laughs> ah, man, golf is golf is hope traffic. You're both like this is the, this is the time. I'm gonna
2: mm-hmm. I'm gonna
3: quit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna quit this time. Um, but no, I do feel like I'm. I like the. I had more great drive rounds this year, even though it was a little bit shorter shorter than I wanted, which is why I'm mm-hmm. trying to get the distance. So if I can just get over that hump and maybe start doing Claude's philosophy of maybe just clubbing up and going long, you know, uh, for these greens or whatever, I'm, I'm going to put myself in position to get more, more parts, but coming up short figuratively just for the year, just short. And then, uh, and then, yeah, not making those greens. That was the, that was the title for me for 2020.
0: Yeah. yeah. And just for some context of Vern thing, I was sharing with Vern and LB and they never, we play with it. It, it, like, when I have these approach shots, even if I know that this club is too long, like for mm-hmm. the flag, it, it, it can go over the green. It can go long, but I'm not coming up short. Cause I would do that all the time. Just come up short, come up short and say, you know, my goal for 2020 was there's not one approach shot. that's going to come up short. Mm-hmm. And, and very few of them have, but yeah. they've all gone long, which is, I'm like, that's fine. I'm cool with going long. I'm just not coming up short anymore because, right. because what would happen is I'd come up short and then I'd screw up the chip. And, and then I'm three-putting automatically. And so it's like, that's five strokes. That's five strokes. And so yep. it's like, I can't do that anymore. Anyway, LB, your chapter, what what would you name um,
1: it? So I had a bunch of them, but I'm, I'm going to go with uh, left at the end of the tunnel. Ah, okay. Well, okay. So, you know, you have light at the end of the tunnel. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, I, well, when I come through that, I'll oh, turn left. So, uh, <laughs> okay, well, it was kind of to your point, Brian, when I – Well, I say at the end of the tunnel because um, this has been my best, and I put it in quote, season Mm -hmm. as far as scoring. You know, I have more rounds in the 80s this year than I have in any other season prior. Um, So I can see, you know, I I can, you know, there's hope. Keep hope alive. (laughs) You know, there's hope that, you know, in 2021, I'll have even (laughs) more rounds in the 80s and right. maybe sprinkle one more a couple more maybe some 70s. 74s or 70 somethings will pop up you know every once in a while mm-hmm. um because i it, it's like the thing you i've done it i know i can do it you know what <laughs> i mean i know i have the ability because i've done it before it's just can i do it again now um mm-hmm. and i said left because my my nemesis is middle of the fairway We just happened at oak creek a couple of times yes. you know i got a nice drive I'm, I'm, I'm a wedge away from the green. I'm 100 yards, 110 yards away, and I hit it left. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just mm-hmm. hit it left. You know, <laughs> you know, when I should be I should be two putting for a par. Now I'm scrambling to try and get a bogey. You know, because because I hit it left. Mm-hmm. That that is my that's my miss is left. So um, I definitely got to get that worked out, which I thought I had. Of course, I had it thought I had it worked out, and it came back. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, which that's what golf does to us. So, yeah, so I'm going with uh, left at the end of the tunnel. Okay. There you have it, folks.
0: Uh, Left at the end of the tunnel. Love it. Um, So uh, let's see. So our correspondent in Louisville, Rodney, Mm -hmm. sent in this spreadsheet. um, And (laughs) explain exactly. So what was the thought behind the spreadsheet? Like where did it originate? And tell everybody what's in it, LB. And 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 Tell me what's in it, too,
3: because I don't know. I'm looking at
1: it. (laughs) Okay, so. (laughs) Breaks down earnings and wins and. Uh, No, well, maybe do or do not know. Uh, Rodney is a uh, Tiger devotee. Um, There's nothing Tiger can do, really, that Rodney would not take up for him. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Rodney. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to find his original email now as we speak because, of course, I may have moved it. Um, but we, somehow we got on something about Tiger had done something. And, of course, I sent Rodney a, a text that basically poo-pooed Tiger. And then Rodney took offense to that and then sent me, <laughs> sent, sent me another uh, email about Tiger and his uh, – it, it was just talking about his stats, you know, how right. much um, his winning percentage and all that stuff compared to everybody else that's in the league, that's in the, um, that's in, in the, in the PGA. And right. then I, then he sent me this, this spreadsheet that I have in front of me, which talks about Tigers, um, his top tens and his winning percentages. And I think what spurred this, I think he, oh, I, it came back to me now. I think Stuart, Stuart Sink was going to compete in his 600th, was it 600th? Uh, oh, I found it. Here it is. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so the only reason he brought this up was because he saw that Stuart Sink was competing in his 600th start. Mm -hmm. So then that, that, you know, caused Rodney to do some some research. And here's what he came up with. Uh, So everybody knows Tiger has 82 wins, 199. I'm sorry. Yeah, 199 top tens in 368 events played through the Masters of 2020. That's a lot of top tens. Exactly. So if you you break this down in percentages, because Rodney, many of you may not know, he he was a physics major in college. So math. Was he? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's one of the few black people. I, let me rephrase that. He's the only black person <laughs> I personally know. <laughs> that was a physics major, um, <laughs> so he's really good with numbers. I mean, there are times we can be talking about something, and you'll go, "Oh, that's like twenty three point seven percent." How did you How did you calculate that? That dude, oh, come on. Huh. We um, got a gambling so, conversation. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, Tiger wins. Still, it's a still um, it's still current stats. Wow. He wins on an average of 22.28% of the events he enters. That's a lot. That's for a lot. For, for yeah. And, and, and think about it too, for all the times that, you know, this last, what, nine however been, years has been now that mm-hmm. he hasn't really won but twice mm-hmm. or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, 41.2% of his top, of his 199 top tens are wins. Mm. Right? Wow. Fifty-four point so 8%. almost almost half of
0: the time that he finishes in the top ten is because he's won.
2: Right.
1: Yep.
0: Jeez. And fifty-four percent of his starts earn him a top ten. So so he's, so he's finished top ten in over fifty percent of uh-huh. the tournaments he's started. Yep.
1: Yep.
3: yep. Still, even with the last few years,
1: exactly. Like like exactly. Padding, uh, like like, like bringing the it, average down. Right. That's year. what Rodney would say. He says he says imagine uh what what this would be if he had a – if he hadn't had that recent decline over the last few years. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So then he brought up, th- so that was the one email. And then he started back up with this, uh, the sheet that we have that I think <laughs> that I sent you all. Mm-hmm. So he So he basically compared uh, Tiger Woods's Tiger Woods' career earnings and, and average money, average and top tens and events and all that stuff to Phil Mickelson, Vijay Singh, Ernie Els, mm-hmm. David Duvall. I question why he put David Duvall in there because I, I yeah. don't even know why we even talk about him. <laughs> uh, Bubba Watson, Dustin Johnson, mm-hmm. Roy McIlroy, Justin Thomas, Jason Day, Sergio Garcia, and Brooks Koepka. So, the closest person to, as far as money, uh, Tiger has won one hundred and twenty uh, million, one hundred yeah, one hundred twenty million nine hundred thousand dollars in in event earnings mm. right? in his uh in his and he's only honestly only three hundred and sixty eight events. Phil Mickelson, for comparison. Has played in six hundred and thirty-four events. Wow! Has forty-four wins and one hundred and ninety-six top tens. So he's played in almost twice as many events as Tiger. Yep. Wow. Mhm. And he has earned ninety-two million, ninety-two point two million dollars in earn in earnings. That's, uh, yeah,
0: half the wins.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Next is Vijay Singh, who has thirty-four wins, has one hundred and eighty-five top uh, top tens. Out of six hundred and thirty-two events and seventy-one million dollars uh, in earnings. So we go to some some more current people that I'm like again, I'm skipping over David Duval, Ernie Els. We're going to jump down to Dustin Johnson, who has played in two hundred and seventy-seven events. Now he's all he's he's like a hundred less a little bit less than a hundred behind Tiger already. Mm-hmm. Dustin Johnson as far as uh, events played. Uh he has 106 top 10s, and he's won $70 million. So he's what, what's that, uh, 50 million behind Tiger as far as earnings. And he'll probably catch Tiger because Tiger's not going to play as often, uh, you know, obviously as, as he has. Well, when you talk about a match with Tiger, I mean,
0: imagine even with DJ, like if half the time that he was playing early in his career, if he actually cared, you know what I mean? He <laughs> right. wasn't partying yeah. and drugging and stuff like that. I mean, geez, right. the weeds.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Roy McIlroy has 18 wins, 90 top tens out of 187 events. He's won 54 million. Justin Thomas, 13 wins, 57 top tens, 159 events. Um, I was a little surprised that Sergio Garcia, as much as I don't like him, but he he's played in 371 events already, so mm. I, I guess that's about right. Because he and Tiger came out about the same, yeah, about, about the same, at the same yeah. time. But, yeah, I got but some comments but, on that, yeah. right? But then Tiger, you know, took those years off. You know, um, yeah, and and I don't know what uh, Sergio right. was doing to only get the three to have 371, um, and Tiger's at 368 as far as events played. Uh, right. Sergio's only Sergio won ever suspended
0: wins. for that like fit he threw in the sand
1: trap and. If he was I don't think so. I thought that was just a little fine. I don't think okay. he was ever suspended from playing. Right. Uh and it's finally, Brooks Kepka has seven wins, 43 top tens out of 141 events. And if you break these numbers down, on average, the average Tiger won, even when he uh, you know, came in tenth or twenty ninth or whatever, if you average his winnings over the tournaments, he made an average of three hundred and twenty eight thousand per tournament.
0: Not <laughs> bad. Jeez, <laughs> that's not
1: not bad. Tournament. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was interesting numbers. I mean, once you – you know, you don't, I don't think about this stuff until you actually see it in black or white, and then it kind of puts it into perspective, really just how dominant and good Tiger is. Or, um, well, yeah, I, I wasn't I was going to say was, but I guess, was, I guess it, was, but it, was, it is. Still it was, but still say is, yeah. Was, yeah. I don't know which is accurate at this point, because we don't it know probably, what – Probably was. Yeah, probably was. Because best years are behind him, definitely. Oh, absolutely.
3: So the one thing I was curious about as you were doing this, I, w- I was paying attention, but I was looking off to the side because I was on the mm-hmm. spreadsheet, the one column that uh, – um. <clears throat> that uh rodney didn't add that i thought maybe mm-hmm. i could maybe push back on was how long these golfers have, have been playing
1: with their career yeah exactly uh. for the
3: listeners nobody you know i get it nobody listening can see this spreadsheet but again it's just a spreadsheet that has all the stats how much they won blah 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 so i just immediately went to it's like well tiger has been playing for 24 years so right i started doing just some basic comparisons but yeah even even dustin johnson is about half that he's been playing 13 years he's got 24 wins Mm-hmm. so i'm just measuring just years and wins. so i was like that right. even at, even if we double that you know he's only at 48 targets at 82 he's still halfway mm-hmm. there exactly justin yeah. thomas has been playing um uh, seven years he's got 13 wins mm-hmm. cool triple that up to 24 what do we got 39
2: yeah yeah So
3: yeah. yeah so they're still at their and these guys are and by the way justin thomas justin thomas he's kicking bubble watson's ass too i mean that's terrible mm-hmm. Bubba Watson, <laughs> he's been in for 18 years right
1: it's wow, it's probably, been 18 for Bubba already. It's been wow. 18. Bubba's been playing for a long time. He, he wow. went in 2002, okay.
3: so I mean, God bless him. He's got two matches. So, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was gonna try to find something there, but I can't. 24 years, 82 wins. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't beat that. He's he's crushing these dudes. Even at their best clip, they're only gonna make it halfway.
1: So. Right, right. And a lot I of will, Mike will probably catch him. Not it's a lot of, him, but DJ will probably catch him in money. Uh, Phil, yes. m- maybe, maybe not. Depends on how much he plays. Um. I think if anybody catches him money-wise, it'll be DJ. Yeah, DJ. I think DJ. going to Yeah, he's 50 million behind. And Tiger's numbers are not going to go up so much because he's not going to have so many wins, if if right. any. Um, But, yeah, I think DJ has the best shot at least catching the money-wise. I don't think any of them will catch him. I don't think anybody that I'm watching today will catch the 82. No, not, no, no, no. I just don't see that happening. No, no, not at not all. Happening. No, they gotta get off to a better start than <laughs> Right, what exactly. They are. Yeah, right. They are right. And trying to start off on fire because he was he was knocking them down five a year for mm-hmm. you know, yeah. for a bunch of years in a row. Yeah. Um yeah, so yeah, you you're not gonna catch the eighty two, that's for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. It was um, interesting, interesting, you know.
0: Thank you very much, Rodney Henderson, uh, our Louisville correspondent for I, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about another Rodney who's on my uh, Federal Football Report. I'm sorry, Rodney. Would be no, Rodney Evans. That was like, Rodney yeah. Evans. Sorry, Rodney Henderson is a uh, someone else who does New York Football, on Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. Um, anyway, <laughs>
2: good, uh, good <laughs> <Good recovery. laughs>
0: thank you, Rodney. Um, anybody got any thoughts on the match? The Steph Curry, Phil Mickelson, Charles Barkley thing on? Th- I didn't watch it. I've been trying to catch up on the replay, but I get busy and
3: yeah, yeah. saw some highlights. Don't. My only thought was i was surprised that uh that barkley and phil won shout right. shout out to phil for teaching Bar- you know for coaching barkley up with the putts and i guess it's swing it's kind of everybody's doing the whole barkley challenge all week but he'll swing like that no more he ain't got the hitch mm-hmm. no more so you know mm-hmm. shout out to barkley for the win baby
1: yeah i caught the last uh the last hole be- that before it was over basically and then they went into those extra gimmicky holes or whatever um and i honestly i forgot about it and i got a text from rodney say hey i'm and he basically said uh you know, the more I see Phil, the more I'm beginning to like him. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm like, oh, it's on. And I, you know, I found it on, on. watch the last a part of the last 20 minutes of it. I guess. Right. Uh, the thing that I took away from what I, what I did see was one: Stephen Curry does have a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Manny. Manning looked like us. Uh, mm-hmm. he was <laughs> yeah. Spraying it left and spraying it right. Yeah. Um, Barkley. I was impressed with Barkley. I mean, m- impressed in the sense that. From what I had seen of him before right. into what I saw in the, in, the, in, the, in the end of the match that I watched, night and day, night and day, he was actually hitting the ball straight. He wasn't – the hitch thing was gone. Mm-hmm. And yep. even taking direction from Phil on putting, I mean, he didn't – a couple of them he didn't, he didn't make, but they were really close to going in. He was really good at listening to Phil, and Phil was Phil is a great caddy. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, if if I had Phil or we had Phil walking around with us telling us how to hit the ball and where to putt and all that stuff, I'm sure we could drop at least five strokes easily off our rounds yeah. because he was he, he was he was in Barkley's ear like okay. And one time he said, "Come on, man, stay stay with me. You gotta focus, focus." Because <laughs> yeah. Charles, That's what Charles, was, been, true, Charles was drifting off into something else, a donut or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty. I, I'm glad I didn't see all of it. Let me say it that way, because I don't think I would have wanted to watch all of it. Right. But the little bit that I did see was just enough while I was eating dinner was that I was fine with. That's one thing a lot of folks
0: were saying how you know when you heard how Phil was reading these greens. You can just tell the difference between the pros mm-hmm. and how we see things, and he's yeah, like, yeah, oh, so. you got to hit it right here at this market, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, then also, the more you see a Phil, the more you like him. You sent this Instagram video of Phil. <laughs> it was <laughs> some kind of instructional thing on the golf course. He lays the, <laughs> the, the the club aside and he's like doing an instructional video on the worm, and he yeah. does the worm great. Did it? Yeah, he of, did it. a good job. I so hope fifty I could do plus that.
3: year old man or whatever. Yeah, Phil yeah. 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 Mickelson, ladies and gentlemen. Amazing. Amazing.
0: Vern, you've got a sandwich story as real, we close,
3: yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, real quick, man. Uh, so just this is gonna be a real quick hot take agree or disagree because my dad disagreed. This is from a while back, but basically there's a deli out in Georgetown. I, I would say the name, I don't remember it though, but they're really good. Classic, classic old New York Jewish deli. Good, uh, uh what do you call it? Like the, the roast beef, your, mm. uh, 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 pastrami. The oh, there you go, pastrami, mm. the pastrami sandwich, all the famous meat. Really great. Um, I took, took some of the homies there, you know, for lunch or whatever. Now, I'd only been there once and I told them, I said, hey, when you go in there, they're not, it's not for play. It's like we go in there, they sell meat, and then they mm-hmm. just happen to make sandwiches. So when you go in there, and I put it in the chat so you guys can see for yourself. But when you go in there, there was a sign on the wall that says, no custom sandwiches or half sandwiches, so don't ask. <laughs> I, personally, I love that. I got to a yeah. with my dad about it with Coach Brown, who was like, he was like, no, man, I want to go into Jersey Mike's. I want to be able to do this, and I want to get the special with this. No. Mm-hmm. They think they got it. we got a pastrami. they basically have like four sandwiches and they have mm-hmm. all the stuff on them. If you don't want it, you can pick it off. You, if right. you want that, you can bounce. <laughs> so my that's 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 all, that's it. That's the take. I just want to know if mm-hmm. it, that's a go if there's a go or no go for you. I like it personally because when I go do like if everybody did this, when I go do the sandwich runs or whatever for for work or something like that, mm-hmm. we don't get into a, a Rick situation where it's like right. you know, I want the number three, but I only want six fries. I want two of them lightly <laughs> salted. And, 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 <laughs> And then, and then when, I, when I'm making the order, the big order at the front, I look like the jerk now. Right, right. right. right.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm
3: embarrassed to put the order in. So right. here, he's defeated at the gate because it's like, yo, they got six sandwiches and you take them how they come or you, yep. or you get out. Take a yeah, number so.
1: one, two, three, so, four, five, six, pick one. Exactly. So you with that or no? Is that, is that too hard? I am totally against it. Really? Nah, really? Absolutely. absolutely. As, as a no, consumer, you are. Oh, yeah. As, an, as a consumer, yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> Right. Yeah, because I want my I want my food the way I want my food. I don't want. I'm not picking off the onions, and and smearing off the mayonnaise or the mustard or whatever else. You don't special sauce. You told Subway. Me. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I want it my way. Thank you. If I'm paying for it, I want it my way and that goes with sandwiches anything else else. (laughs) if i'm paying for i want it the way i want it that was a big leap between sandwiches and and anything else everything else in life (laughs) so for me
0: i am actually with it i'm 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 for it and it's 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 because i like for me personally just institutionally i'm down with people who have their own rules like here's what we do Mm -hmm. and so if i'm stepping foot inside that establishment I already agree with whatever you tra- with, with with whatever wow. it is you do right. as long as your customer service is great I mean it's one thing and if I was. can't get what I want because your customer service is trash no. but if I but if this is these are the five sandwiches it's we do rules, yeah. or you yeah. can walk out here with some meat but don't ask cuz here's what's frustrating to me Because you have that, but then you also have the times when you're a little hungry, so you stop at a fast food spot like Wendy's or Burger King or McDonald's or Taco Bell or whatever, and there's the jerk in front of you who is like, hey, welcome to McDonald's. Can I have your order? Um... Uh, so y'all thinking, uh, let me get a, uh, what kind of sandwiches y'all got? It's like, you're at McDonald's, <laughs> dog. Like, because to me, there's a premeditation to go yeah. into to a fast food place, right? Or, or any kind of restaurant. You go there because you have a craving for something that they have, yeah. meaning that you've already somewhat narrowed the list mm-hmm. of what it is you want to get. So you're driving to this place. Are you so empty minded that you don't even think, while you're on the way there, what am I going to get? What about no, you, you want to wait until you're in line, and not only in line, because chances are there's probably two people ahead of you in this line, right? Mm -hmm. And so now you're in line, you're already waiting eight minutes, eight to 10 minutes, because there's two people ahead of you, and you still aren't trying to figure out what you want. (laughs) It's only when the person says, welcome to Wendy's, how may I help you, that now all of a sudden, because you're Albert Einstein and you're a genius, that now you're trying to figure out what you want, and you can't make up your mind. I'm telling you, this happens with people in front of me, this happens with people in my car. I won't call anybody that I'm <laughs> It's just that it's like, hey, we're here. What do you want? Oh, uh, like that,
3: that's How funny. How did so you, that, know? you know?
0: How don't you, you know?
3: When you put it that way, Claude, it is funny. It's almost like they're being like, it's an ambush journalism question. Like, <laughs> Walton to McDonald's. What do you want? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to I'm give you a ready. gotcha question. <laughs> it's exactly.
0: Like, welcome to Wendy's. How can I help you? It's not a gotcha question. It's not you showed exactly up a journalist from 60 Minutes asking Sarah Palin what yeah. what magazine she reads. Like, it's not the same thing. It's like you you know what they serve. Exactly. And so I'd much rather go to a place that doesn't give you any options. Than right. a place that will give you options because not because of Lawrence. If Lawrence goes there, he he knows what he's going to get. Mm-hmm. He doesn't waste anybody's time doing it. He'll sure. order. He'll get to the side. Sure. It's everybody else who knows <laughs> what this place who usually gets two or or, or three variations of the same thing yeah. for right. whatever reason.
3: Ah, Kate uh, are, y- Chick- are y'all doing those McRibs this year? It's like <laughs> it's not on the menu, dog. Like <laughs> pulling up at Chick Fil A, asking for pizza. Yeah, <laughs> going, to, going going to Five Guys, asking for chicken sandwiches. No one full. whatever just a burger spot. <laughs> oh. and I, the only thing I'll say in their defense will be because my dad had the same thing about making. Yeah. But this place is is I think they do this because they are primarily a, a deli, like they right, meat supplies. Right. They, they're not a sandwich shop, they're deli Yeah, fries. they just happen to make sandwiches for the right. customers, so instead right. of getting into a whole thing, so, uh, and, and, to, and to their benefit, they're, really good. they're okay. they really good. They are really good. They are really good, so, yeah. I didn't mean to get so passionate about that, but it's no, just was, it's ridiculous. You made me think It's about just that. ridiculous, people. Yeah, the, the point about like, yeah, you chose to come here, so it's not right. a surprise when they ask you, what do you want? Like, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa.
0: Right. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. You know, yeah, exactly. It's like, god and you had time to think about what you want why aren't you thinking about what what you want here and most places don't have large menus so anyway we had a chance to speak with now that we're off of sandwiches had a chance to speak with uh josh jackson long drive competitor um and uh here's that interview all right golf dmv community we are joined by uh josh jackson long drive competitor glad to have you on the show josh how you doing man
4: hey man doing great i appreciate you guys having me on here for sure
0: Oh, absolutely, man. So before we jump into some of the golf, man, and, and talk a little bit about your life, you know, twenty twenty's been quite a year. Uh, thank goodness it's almost over, I guess. Um, you know, how are you? How's your family, you know, with COVID and all the other things that are going on?
4: Everybody's doing good. We're just like trying to, you know, make the adjustments and stuff. Um, you know, well, I mean the first the first wave was it went good. So I know mm-hmm. we're getting ready for the second wave of uh I guess, like the shutdowns or however yeah. they're going to handle it from there, you know?
0: I'm glad that everybody's doing good, man. Glad that the family's good, um, you know, because, I mean, one thing I, I think the whole slowdown and, and things happening has taught us all is that, you know, you can't take anything anything for granted. And if you've got your health and your family's got your health, you know, then it's all good. So, so we're glad that, that you're doing great. So we had a chance to catch up with you at the Capital City Long Drive uh, 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 Classic Um, The first annual, but uh, we haven't actually aired that interview yet because it hasn't aired on television yet. And so we're going to to sync it up with that. And so a lot of our folks are being introduced to you for the first time. So for those who may not be familiar with you, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
4: Well, I mean, um, right now I'm a golf instructor, Um, I'm a long drive competitor, Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm getting back into professional golf here. Um, I guess as soon as everything, you know, uh, gets back open but um i'm in the washington dc area um i grew up in san diego california mm-hmm. and uh a little bit of cincinnati ohio uh that's where all my family is all that and nice. um and yeah i mean i i have a football background um that's that might explain you know a few things. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was going to say
0: if anyone hasn't seen you, uh, you know, when they watch the long drive com- competition, then they'll understand when we say, yeah, Josh used to play football as well.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. So we're you know doing that uh, that new that new wave of you know football players like a golf. You know, because mm-hmm. I know I know football players get the uh, they get the, the the bad rap for oh you know they're stiff and all that can't putt can't do none of that. Yeah, so. Not over
0: here, though. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> nice, nice. So, before we jump into golf, so it's interesting because you grew up in San Diego, you went to school in Kentucky for college, and now yeah. now you're in the the greater DC area in the DMV. Um, what's what's some of the differences between San Diego, Kentucky, DC? Like, because you've been in all those areas. Like, if there's one thing about oh, San Diego, far. what is it? One thing about Kentucky, what is it? One thing about DC, what is it?
4: Uh, well, I mean, as far as as far as San Diego you don't really like, you don't really think about the weather. I tell, mm-hmm. I, I tell my fiance all the time, like you walk outside and you do activities and you don't even like, you get so used to it that you don't even think about weather. That's how <laughs> nice the weather is. Right. Like if that makes sense. <laughs> Again. And then, yeah. Um, Kentucky, I first went to Eastern Kentucky. Um, that's my dad's alma mater. And, um, I ended up transferring over to Kentucky state university. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, with it being, like, I guess in the Midwest and the South, like, Mm -hmm. I guess it's, like, right on that borderline. um, It was definitely different. Um, Yeah, I mean, especially – I mean, because I'm used to, like, you know, um, good weather, Mm -hmm. beaches and all that stuff. um, And just a lot more laid-back, like, attitude overall. I mean, that's just how California is. So, um, but, I mean – between those two, I mean, it's it's night and day for the most mm-hmm. part. But I mean, you can find positives and you know negatives anywhere <laughs> you go. <laughs> In sure, my opinion, sure. you know, uh-huh. and it just you know it just it depends on the people that you have around, of course. And then um, you know, from comparing San Diego to this area, for instance, um, I I like it. Like yeah. you know, Washington D.C. area is different, but like once you figure out how everything is ran, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. how everyone is, and, you know, some some things are rude yeah. <laughs> to other people, but they're just right. normal, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Like, once you understand that, and, I you know, once I started to understand how everything was around here, I started enjoying it a lot more. And I like the area a lot, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not too many places I choose over San Diego. Um, I'm lying. You know, I mean, period. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't not, over, man, over, I, yeah, yeah. I went to over San Diego. All, I really like. I, I really like the area. Um, and you know they've um, you know they they've taken me in. You know, mm-hmm. pretty well around mm-hmm. here. Um, I mean, you know, I, I have a lot of like great friends and stuff in the area. Um, and I have I have fun. You know, playing golf and and meeting new people around here all the time. So. It, yeah I'm I'm having a good time. Yeah, good good. Sure. The
0: DMV is definitely a great area. And you know, San Diego, man. I went to San Diego a couple years ago and had had a great time. Like you said, the weather's always, you know, was is great. But I went to um where did I go? I had the best Mexican food I ever had in my life in San Diego in uh, like I don't know what like uh, Old Town Mexico I think it was and it was some yeah. little like like um, restaurant like off some dirt path somewhere right. and man yeah. that was the best food the best Mexican food I've ever had in my life my wife yeah. my wife and I still talk about that day restaurant man I, for the life of me I can't remember the name of it but if I ever get back to San Diego I'm definitely definitely uh, going to try to track that spot down um so you're an instructor where do, where, where do you teach out of
4: um I, t- I teach out of um Osmond Golf Academy so okay. um we have two courses currently we have Laurel Hill Golf Club which is in Lorton Mm-hmm. And then we also have Twin Lakes Golf Course, which is in Clifton, um, Virginia. So, okay. like, I, I go between both of those. I'm mainly at Twin Lakes Golf Course, though, so, for okay. the most part.
0: Nice. And um, uh, I, I, I want to get into your uh, long draft career, in, uh, you know, in a second. But as an instructor, you know, we're always trying to find ways to get better, you know, as amateur golfers. Um, what's some of the most common, like, you know, mishaps or misunderstandings of the game that you see in a lot of your uh, clients and your students? Well, um... Are they always but, trying to hit the ball as far as you do? Like, they're like, hey, can I... Like, teach me how to do what you do. It's like, I can't do that. But, this is natural, baby. I can't teach it. You know, you got to be born with extent,
4: this. My teaching philosophy <laughs> differs, like... Um, I don't know, like... I don't play the game conventionally, and... um. When it comes to, like, teaching, I teach adults different than I teach kids, for mm-hmm. instance. Like, adults, when when they're going out and, you know, you're going out and you're trying to have fun with your friends, you got to get off the tee. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yep, like, yep. you can't te- <laughs> I, My opinion, personally, is, like, I don't teach um, from the green back when it comes to adults. Mm-hmm. Adults don't have time to do all that stuff. Like, <laughs> you're trying to impress your boss, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You're trying to impress, you know, like this. your friends and stuff like that. Like, all right, mm-hmm. go ahead, come to me. We're going to get you off the tee at least. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, we're gonna, right. yeah, <laughs> we're going to at least get you, you know, off the tee, and then you handle yourself from there. You know what I'm saying? We'll build up from there. Kids is different. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have a lot more time with the game. They need to learn how to putt first and then, you know, do all the short stuff because, I mean, they're not mm-hmm. – most of the time kids aren't hitting it over 50, over a hundred yards almost. So, I mean, it's, that's a short, that's a short game area anyways. Right. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to like adults and stuff, like, yo, we're, we're trying to get you off the tee. We're trying to make sure that you can navigate around the court. I'm, I'm, I'm basically just trying to, um, you know what I'm saying? Set people up with the, like the, I guess like you would call it like the arson or the arsenal to go ahead and, um, you know, Make some good decisions on the course. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. We'll be ready to yeah. play
0: like right now. I like that because we were yeah. talking about this, Vernon and I, and I've always had this question. It's like, you know, like to a to a person, every instructor that I've ever had, you know, say okay. Well, let's check out your swing. Want we'll to work on this? Take out your seven iron. I'm always wondering, like, why? What? what is this obsession with the seven iron? I guess it's because it's like yeah. kind of a mid range kind of club, and you, you right. can work on a lot of different things. But I'm like, you know, can we start with a different club? Can we start with the driver, or start with a you know a long iron, or even the short game? And I was like, take out take out the seven the, the seven iron. So when you said let's get you off the tee box, I'm like, Vern. This, like, Josh might have the secret sauce to, It's to, a reason why 90% of, of golfers will never break 100. It's because they, right. they need to take lessons from Josh to get off the tee box because you know, you like, know <laughs> I, I, can, I can literally I can literally shoot, you know, an 88 one round and feel great about it if I'm getting off the tee box. I shoot 88 a, another round and feel horrible about it if I yeah. wasn't getting off the tee box and I'm scrambling the whole day. Yeah. Getting off the tee box makes you feel a lot better about your game and more confident about other areas of the game.
3: Yeah. yeah yeah exactly if i wanted to add so that, that's, that's dope you said that just so obviously i'm not an instructor but i had a i had a homie who's you know he knows i'm in golf he was like hey man i don't play golf but i'm trying to trying to dabble just for uh just for work now he didn't say the just for work but he said i'm trying to dabble blah 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 what can yeah. i work on at the house and i was like oh i was like well he had a big backyard it's like chipping short game blah blah blah. so we had this whole long discussion and he and, and, and at the end he was like well I kind of just really want to do this for work to play in these tournaments, and I, I had the exact same response as you, where I was yeah. like, "Oh no 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 no, you need to you need to go to the range and just." <laughs> yeah. I said, "I said you work on your putting. If you could do just two things while you're out there, get off the tee box and do something around the green, you'll be fine. The iron shots nobody's gonna carry. You, the, the the seasoned golfers will carry you. So that's pretty. That is pretty dope. That you know you, it's it's a practical approach to it. Yeah. The, the trad- applying the traditional approach to every single golfer, you know, a 30-year-old who picks up the game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
4: I mean, you, you got you to gotta have, like, the uh, – I believe in, like, I guess, when it comes to golf, I've been doing it for a pretty long while. And, mm-hmm. you know, between, um, you know, playing with family members and then um, playing with, like, friends. I play with a lot of different people, and people's expectations are never what the hell they really need to be. <laughs> and um me even that. like with me like for itself like for me for instance like i figure i'm like shoot if i can swing 140 something miles an hour right i should be able to control a putter mm. going like this so mm. like little, like but that's just like that's my mentality on, on the game you know right. what i'm saying like um so for when it comes to like you know like people that are starting out you're not going to have all the – you're not going to have every single facet of the game together. Right. But at least be able to get off the tee and, you know, navigate your way from there because you're hitting it off the – uh, you know, hitting it out of bounds every single time. Uh. Like, nobody wants to play golf when you're hitting it bad. Yeah. And that's that's one thing that I stress too. Like, that's the best thing that you can give somebody is the ability to strike the ball when it comes to golf because from there, I mean, shoot, you go to the golf course and that's on you. Like you right. got a you got a three hundred yard carry over water. <laughs> you can go ahead and try it. You got that one <laughs> don't have it in your bag, but like, Pick that you know, Like, oh, <laughs> hey, I can hit this two hundred yard shot and not even worry about the water. Mm-hmm. I know it's gonna go two hundred yards. Like, so things things like that. Like, that's what I try to um, I try to instill in my my students and stuff. Like, work with what you got and go from there because it's 50 different ways to make a four you know what i'm saying or a par on a right. hole, and it's 50 different ways to make a double mm-hmm. and so man, you just man. gotta like yeah like as, <laughs> as one, of, one of my good friends says like one of my good friends over at springfield john sewer he's always like whenever we play man he's like golf it's a choice it's a, <laughs> like everything's a choice and yeah like that's that's exactly that's exactly it like whatever i you could go. You could go for the shot that you don't that you know that your percentages are not really good on, right. and um, you might get lucky. You know what I'm saying? Or you can go ahead and just like get from point A to point B, and just try to be a little bit more consistent with it. Because I mean, I, I do it with my own game. Ever mm-hmm. since I started like adding all all the speed and stuff to my game, it's like you got to choose a different style of play. Because right. certain, you know, uh, my driver goes a lot further than it did back when I was in like college or. Sure. You know, even like coming out, um, uh, you know, of college and playing in like some pro event events and everything. Like I never had a driver in my arsenal like I got now. Like nowhere right. near. So mm. yeah, you just got to make make try to make some choices that that benefits you a little bit better.
3: So, okay. If I could follow up real quick, Claude, just mm-hmm. just one quick question. Just so the last thing on the, on the, on the, uh, on the uh, philosophy, if you had to distill and this, so this is just for your traditional teaching philosophy. If you're teaching like a, a youngster, maybe a, you know, a middle schooler who's good. If you had to distill your, your philosophy down to a single word, because a lot of, a lot of, a lot of instructors have a, have a guiding theme. What would it be? So if, you know, I'm thinking like, is it speed? You know, some guys are speed guys. Is it speed? Is it impact? Is it contact? Um, uh, plane? For you, how how would we distill that into one word for Josh Jack?
4: Um, I would say athletic. Okay. Like, you you want to – everybody has some athleticism in them. And when it comes to a golf swing, it's really – you don't have to hit anybody. You don't have to do a juke move around anybody. Like, it's literally all on you. You move and load – you know, load your – you know, your – whatever side you need to load. That's your backside properly. And rotate good. You know, things will happen – things will happen – in a better in a better light for you <laughs> I, I, li- I like that yeah. so
3: so so for the for the youth you teach too can i get another plug for hey multi-sport athletes please 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 pick up golf as opposed to like oh you know i'm just gonna do golf and only this or whatever because that that must that must be a benefit i mean I'm, i assume you're gonna say yes but it's uh it's one of my it's one of my founding principles i think kids should play everything soccer baseball whatever you can play play and then get into golf and i think it makes the game easier is that is that yeah i mean I,
4: I i would say so um because golf is a lot of um I mean, when it gets down to the sport of golf, it's a lot. It has a lot to do with, like, your mentality and stuff. And I know with my athletic background, that definitely helped me out, like, with college tournaments and, you know, just grinding it out. Like, I don't don't like to quit ever. Mm -hmm. And that's from the weight room to – you know, any any anything pretty much. mean when, like, yeah, <laughs> when, when it comes to like when it comes to golf when it comes to golf, man, but when it comes to golf, man, like, to golf, man, like yeah. you know, you're gonna you're gonna have bad shots off the team. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna have mm-hmm. to hustle and try to get a par or make something happen out of nothing a lot. And um, you know, mentality wise, you just gotta you can't quit. You just gotta yeah. be like, all right, damn, I shouldn't have did that shot, but all right, we're gonna go ahead and like, you know, make something make something out of it. <laughs> so, yeah
0: no absolutely yeah. man let's talk about your game a little bit so you didn't start in long drive you started to try to, to as far as getting on tour then you went long drive and now you're saying you know getting back into professional golf um what what drew you uh to long drive and was getting into long drive tougher than you thought or being a long drive competitor t- tougher than you thought it was
4: um I don't I, I wouldn't like necessarily say like tougher um but like what got me in long drive like first off I ended up messing my knee up okay. so like that's my knee up to the point of like my left knee. Um, I tore my patellar tendon, like completely off of my shin I would mm. say. So like when they, when they reconstructed everything basically and, um, well, they told, they told me I wasn't going to be able to swing a golf club like I did before because like before I was probably averaging like 130 miles an hour, mm. okay. um, while I was playing and everything. Um, which was, like, I guess, like, unheard of back in, like, 2014. Mm -hmm. And then um, it took me, like, two – it took me, like, three or four years to really just, like, get back somewhat to normal. Like, this year is the first year where I actually could, like, go into the weight room and throw up weight like I did before, which is, like, highly beneficial for me Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I'm Mm -hmm. like, all right, now we can, like, for real put our foot on the gas and everything um but so
3: I, is, it, is that so that was the injury back in 2012 ish right uh, it was it was
4: 2014
3: 2014 so real quick so I read that about you and what I did I, I thought I was like what because that's a long road back what yeah. what did was there was there ever a point in there where you just said you almost was like ah this is, I just I'm, I'm done I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and bounce and just I don't know take a day job or something like that was that what yeah did, I mean, you almost it's, quit it's, it's, and then what kept you moving
4: as soon as everything happened, to be totally honest, like, <laughs> shoot, like, I, I sold my, uh, I was I was up here in D.C. when it happened, like, for, like, one year, and shoot, after that happened and then, you know, um, I knew it was going to take, like, a long time for me to get back, I sold my clubs. I was mm. like, whatever, like, I, I don't know where I'm going at this point, so I went ahead and, like, took a logistics job um, down in um, Tampa, Florida. I ended up moving down there for a little bit. And once I started, like, healing up a little bit better and, you know, got my, you know, corporate resume and all that stuff together, I ended up going ahead and moving back up here with my fiance. And we ended up, um, you know, just, you know, doing yoga and just trying to, like, stay a little bit more active and everything. And my knees slowly, like, got back to, you know, normal and everything. Like, I, I would go and, like, try different clubs and stuff out. I'm like, all right, I'll go ahead and pick a club up. Mm-hmm. I did that in like twenty, like right around like early twenty seventeen, and I think like on one leg I was on, I was swinging like one hundred and twenty miles an hour.
0: Good, night. So for the
4: most part, like I was able to I wasn't able to plant into my left leg right. as much, but I was like, oh okay, cool. I came back like a couple weeks after, and mm. I went up like five miles, five or six miles an hour, and. I was like, um, I went down. I went down to Florida. We we were down in Florida. I forgot what we were doing, but I ended up running into Tim Burke, amazingly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. at the Ritz Carlton um, in Orlando because one of my good friends, Tim Johnson, was hosting one of his golf tournaments, and i met. I met Tim Burke on the 18th hole. He, he'll even tell you, like it's it's so weird because um, I ended up. I asked him. I was like, you know, I think I can swing fast could I try one of your drivers could I try one of your drivers out? Wow like, that's,
0: a like, that's a pretty bold axe that's a pretty bold ask yeah, to, you, that dude, is, to roll that up is. on him like hey, hey
4: but I, no but, <laughs> Tim let me try it. He was wow. like try, try whatever you want man see because I was like I've never hit like a five degree driver before like
3: oh. <laughs> Brian, yeah, like, me like, either like, oddly enough i've never yeah <laughs> yeah
4: and I, yeah like i went
3: of like, like one of them crank joints like one of them special yeah. long drives okay yeah
4: he, he let me try his actual like driver like right, right then and there dang and um i knew i wasn't gonna do no scuff mark or nothing like cause I, was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was like all right i'll be fine i'll <laughs> tee <tell> it <you> low <laughs> i was like i don't think i'm gonna chunk it or nothing right and then yeah i ended up trying i think i hit it like i probably hit it about 330 or 340 or so Okay. And he's like, you know what? Maybe you should. He's like, you should. I think if you train, you'll be able to do something, right? And shout out to I, Tim Burke, man. That's what's up. No, you know that's, what I mean? yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That's a dope move because he could. He could have just been like a jerk, man. Like, I get out of here, whatever. Mm-hmm. He yeah, it but it is, but like exactly. But it is. Yeah. It is dope that you just pulled up on him, just like, um, I heard you sweat far. I think I can take fast. Let me see. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: No, I was, I was, I was, that's not, uh, I, that It was so weird because like I used to watch clips and stuff of the guys. Right. And Maurice is, Maurice out, he, like, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that man, like, because it's been like, he, he's inspired me to like, you know, go ahead and like, you know, push forward with it. Of course, right. like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, Tim yeah, awesome. And then I saw like, Maurice and all that, like, seeing like, representation of us, you know, mm-hmm. being, mm-hmm. being on the tour and everything. And then guys like, you know, Steve Monroe and then also like, Chris Hall, like, it's, it's yep. pretty, it, it's pretty awesome. Like, I really enjoyed um like the you know, the journey thus far. I mean, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty new into everything. Like I'm only you know, I've only done like two years of, of uh, lawn drive, but right. I've I've had I've had a good time, you know, so <laughs> far with it for sure.
0: Absolutely. And so you talk about necessarily as far as being hard or anything like that, but when it comes to long drive, wanting to play, you know, on, on the tour, uh, like what's your mentality, you know, like we saw the, the, the capital classic, when you're stepping up on the tee box, you're in competition, long drive, like, um, you know, what's going through your mind? What are you thinking? What's the thought process?
4: Well, with that, with that, with that grid in particular, um, that grid was a little bit, uh, I, I was, it looked narrow to me. I don't know what the measurements were. If you know it, the way that I
0: hit, it was definitely narrow. It was uh, narrow it, for me. I tell you that much. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> it, it felt pretty narrow. It felt like very narrow to me. Um, but like I just made sure, like I was just making sure that I was putting a good, you know, good speed on, you know, my club head and the ball speed and all that stuff, and trying to make sure that I hit some low spinning balls. That was mm-hmm. that was that was mainly it, and, and get it in. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely, so yeah, yeah. A couple, a couple ongoing conversations that we have on this podcast. I want to do some quick rapid fire questions with you. So, recreation around you're out playing with your boys. You good with music on the course or not?
4: Oh what? Oh yeah, we play. <laughs> That's we what play because we we're good with music all the time. The but court.
0: Lawrence, the, the, who's got us both by twenty years, he's he's, yeah. he's he's he doesn't like any music on the course. But you're good with that.
4: Oh what? Yeah yeah yeah. I I don't. You should you shouldn't be too distracted. Like I feel like, you know, when you're when you're practicing and everything, right. no range that you ever go to is gonna be completely silent. Like right. I, I practice with my two I have my I have my two year old and stuff come with me though. So I'm I'm different. So like um <laughs> I have a lot of distract you know what I'm saying? I play yeah. with a lot of distractions. So music does nothing but help me out in the in the you know in the end. Bob, yeah, I, love, I love music on the golf course. That's for sure.
0: Nice. So, so if you got music on the golf course, you're the DJ, what are you playing? What's on your playlist? Maybe two or three. Uh, It
4: just depends on the crowd that's around. <laughs> uh, you know there we go. Yeah, Very, yeah, diplomatic. Yeah. Very diplomatic. Very if diplomatic. If, I, if, <laughs> if I'm by myself, I'm going to be playing like, you know, some like French Montana, some Pop Smoke. Ah, um, French Drip. Montana. Yeah, yeah. Some good, up, man? Awesome. Gucci Man for sure. Okay. Um, who, who else? Like, yeah, the, the list goes on. I'm going I'm I'm to be playing a lot. Um, it just depends on like what everybody likes. That's in the group, you know okay. what I'm saying? We'll we'll play R&B. We'll play Chris Brown. You know, we'll play whatever. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, it's fair game. But yeah, that's
3: that's a good move. I mean, I think Clark can attest. I have a playlist. I have mm-hmm. a hardcore rap playlist. But when I go on a golf course, I got one called. Uh, Get up and down. I just I, I think it's clever.
2: Yeah, and, uh, it's,
3: it's basically. I didn't
0: wait, Josh. This is breaking news because I didn't know Vern had a name for the playlist. Get
3: playlist get like... Like... But no, It's not that clever. I'm gonna get clown now. I'm But no, it's not, basically... I, not
0: only did I not know he had a name for it, I didn't know he thought the name was dope. Like I didn't yeah, I didn't right. know like, like he like he had a name and an opinion about the name. Like I didn't but, know that you had.
3: I, it. Made a, I made a mistake, Josh. I made a mistake. We hear about this now. But the, <laughs> like... the playlist, it's basically soul, it's got soul. We got some hip. We got some stuff i like we got some Griselda, yeah. in it. it's a nice mix of whatever it's pretty dope so my, my rap my only rapid fire question for you and this is going to be interesting how you answer it because you don't know we we talked to coach gary burke last week and that episode hasn't aired yet so and and uh, your answer should be interesting based on based on his yeah. answer all right so next 30 days you're gonna shoot six under no matter what who are the first people you're calling who are the first people you're going after and who are the first courses you're going after for the next 30 days no matter what you do you, you drop in six under it's gotta be somebody on that list who you're gonna give it to. You're gonna call them up right now and be like, yo, we need to get out there right now. Um,
4: oh, six hundred, I mean, I don't I don't care about the course at that point.
2: Like, okay.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> right. I'll go find I'll shoot. I'll go I'll go somewhere, go to Florida or something like that. And so you are so gonna start on, hitting up all the dope yeah, courses? Yeah, no, I'm gonna put it I'm gonna put it to work. I'm not gonna okay. just go I'm not shooting six I'm not shooting six hundred in no practice round or nothing like that. Like we're right. gonna be doing Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Girl, so who you, who you, call him? you, you it's got,
3: you problem. got some names. there has got to be some homies in the list. So you've been. He was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go." Oh, th- you know, this dude finna catch him. Oh,
4: oh man. I don't. I, I would definitely try to find Michael Jordan. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Shoot, yeah. shoot big. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, yeah, 6 I'm a 600 is a good score. That it is good choice. like. You 12 yeah. under after 2 days like that's that's a uh, that's a goal for sure, you know what I mean? Like I'm going yeah, I'm going for, yeah,
3: for You going for the big. So there's nobody so I mean there's got to be that like, you got a brother, a homie, somebody who a coach, somebody like that who's like, man, if I no, nah, so you just beat everybody in your circle. You go into the big fish after this. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, we'll be, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Nobody in no, this circle can, yeah, yeah.
0: Can, can, can beat them. Josh, two uh, uh, golf fashion questions. So, uh, the in, in, it's falling out in the DMV. The golf hoodie, yes or no? No, oh, am I frozen?
4: Oh, say that Whatever. one more time. I'm
0: the sorry. The golf, the golf hoodie, is that a yes or no?
4: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand. I didn't even like look into it too much because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to get like pissed off. Somewhat, right. or you know what I'm saying? Like it's just like yeah. anyway. It's like I'm just gonna go ahead and move on from this. But yeah, no, definitely cool. a golf hoodie. Like I, 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 never knew like how how is it such a big deal? Um, right, <laughs> right. y'all can explain that. it to me. Like I didn't look anything further. I, I just thought it was ignorant, like to even be a subject. Right, right. Who <laughs> so right. like, right. knew it
0: was a thing? I didn't know it was a thing. And the, the and 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 also uh, from a pan standpoint, the 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 golf uh, go. uh, you know go. uh, jogger pants. Uh, yes or no on that one? We're split on yes, the show. I mean, like I, I think Burns okay with it. LB yeah. hates it. I I wear them, so I wear them every now and then.
4: Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm okay. saying? Um, I don't really. You gotta let me. You gotta let me know, Claude, on on on, on some better materials because the one I ordered off Amazon was terrible, man. Oh <laughs> but, yeah.
0: So this <laughs> I is I European like company. I'm only going to mention them maybe once. And maybe I'll send you their link, but they they have to do a sponsorship if we're going to have Josh Jackson wearing these. So McCade Golf has some pretty good ones, but it's European, so whatever size you wear, you got to size up because they're cut a little small. But oh
4: um,
0: yeah, no, I, I get it. McCade yeah. Golf is, is pretty good. Now I'm also one who doesn't mind a small cut on on what I wear too. So I don't, you know, yeah. Um, Although, when I did start wearing my things a little closer to the loins, uh, people thought that I was actually working out and getting bigger. And I'm like, no, I'm just wearing clothes that are smaller than what I know. Right, no, I haven't skipped leg day in like
4: three, three or four months. <laughs> right, 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 right. right.
0: Um, and, and, okay, and, and another rapid fire question for you. So, Vernon and I just played in a tournament, I went in an outing a couple weeks ago, and we played with two dudes. Uh, both dudes were pretty big. One I know played and played uh, ball at Coastal Carolina football. Yeah, and, but we were piping them drives on them, man. I mean, out driving them. They say they won by one or two strokes, but their count was really fishy. But you know, <sighs> I we play, I, I play laid back. I was like, man, I'm not I'm not counting these dudes' strokes, man. I mean, right, but gotta, if we up on the green every single hole and we're waiting for you to find your balls in the woods and hit them out and all that kind of stuff, you're not finishing with par and bogey every hole. But anyway, my point is, <laughs> is that these dudes, you know, they've got the body type, but can't hit the ball straight, can't drive. We're just pipe and drive after pipe and drive. When you step on the tee box, and let's just say you're, you're you know, you're driving it, you know, next to a dude, stature you know what I mean uh, you have played football people would laugh if I said I played college football, but my point is is uh, when you stand up there are you thinking to yourself yeah i I'm, I'm just going to outdrive these dudes it's not even going to be close
4: I, I yeah. come from a different I come from a different mentality like like I said, my driver yeah. I never looked to it in competitions and stuff like no. I would literally <laughs> hit whatever the hell else I had in the back <laughs> 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 because my driver would be so errant. You know what I mean? Because like back back in uh, you know 2014, I didn't have like the resources as far as like you know knowledge, and then also um, you know getting in touch with you know with people that have stiffer shafts. You know what I'm saying? So like my ball was going all over the place. Like it was so mm-hmm. hit or miss. So like I don't care. Like if I'm playing if I'm playing tomorrow and somebody's out driving me every single hole, I don't really I don't care about it. I care about the score when I'm out there. Like, mm-hmm. am, I, am I getting whoops on top yeah. of it? Like, yeah, like <laughs> that, that's my thing. Because I, I, I don't care. Like, um, I mean, I've, I've hit bad drives with people, and they, you know, they out, they out outdri- oh, drove me by a few yards or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, okay, well, the hole's not finished. So, <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. So it's a real athlete. So your, your answer to that is basically scoreboard. That's your answer. It's like no, it's,
4: yeah. I mean, it's always yeah. it's always scoreboard. Like that's I like what that I. I follow like a few groups and stuff on like Facebook and stuff, and I remember everybody like with the Masters, they were they were sort of going in on like uh, uh, Bryson DeChambeau versus uh, <laughs> yeah. Brant. not not Brandt, uh, um Bernard Lager. Bernard
3: Lager, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I understand it. Like, it's cool to it's cool to hit the ball far, but it's always about the scoreboard when it's golf. Like, yep. and that's that's, that's right. been the biggest thing that I try to like instill in myself, like we can hit the ball far all day, but nobody cares if you hit a a pitching way, it's 200 yards. Mm -hmm. Like it's all about making sure that, you know what I'm saying? We're trying to get the score and everything, you know, as far under as you possibly can. And, you know, you just got to do it the way that you, you were able to do it. If you're hitting a set, if you, if you hit it like a, a seven iron, 225 yards and it goes two hundred twenty five yards every single time, then go ahead and use that. Mm -hmm. But you don't really want to like, I try. I try to play as as less flashy as I possibly can. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I I play like if it's 200 yards out, I'll take a seven iron out and shoot. It's gonna. I I know it's gonna go 200 yards. Right. Mm-hmm. I might mm-hmm. not be swinging at it hard, but I know that it's gonna go 200 yards. And then you know if I need to turn it up, I can turn it up with whoever I need to turn it up with. But <laughs> it's more. Yeah. It's it's more about just. Yeah. Golf is about scoreboard and it's cool. Like everyone, it's going to grow the game to hit it far, but you got to do it and, you know, make sure that you're, you're scoring good too.
2: Right. And that's right. what, Yeah.
4: That's what I try to emphasize as much as I possibly can. Now I definitely so, lied. I said, I'm going to
0: keep you for 15 minutes, but we're, we're definitely over, but I got one more question for you. I got to ask you this, man. There's so much momentum in, and, you know, black and, and, and people of color getting into golf and, and not just getting into golf, but like, you know, um, unappel- unapologetically Black yes, and speaking yes. out on issues that concern the Black community and stuff like that. It's got to be great to kind of see this kind of momentum and, and people speaking out on things and, and, and just saying, hey, you know, the golf community, you know, we're here too, and we're part of this community. We care about golf, and and, and it's great if golf cares about us.
4: Yeah. Um, I I absolutely love it. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, growing up, in San Diego and, um, you know, other places and all that stuff as, as a junior golfer, you didn't, you, you never really like expected to go out there and see like someone else that was black, for instance. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when I was in high school playing uh, high school golf and, um, I think it was like my sophomore year. Um, I ended up seeing someone else that was black. Like, cause we went to the C, we went to the CIF, uh, finals for, uh, which was like the state, um, you know, um, tournament and everything. And I saw someone else was black. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I was like, Oh, what's <laughs> up? Like, this is cool. Like, mm-hmm. right. you know. And um, I, I, I think, you know, the game—the game of golf—is gonna—is is gonna grow and. Revel- I mean, the typical, the what everyone will hope for is to have it sort of like, um, you know, like all the major sports. How all the major sports started getting like integrated. And you saw the you saw there you know from like the NFL to the NBA like mm-hmm. grow huge like everybody knows what the NBA you know um, what the NBA is who's in it and everything and that's why the sport revenue is the way it is
2: mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
4: like I, I believe golf I mean golf took a huge jump with Tiger whether right. people want to admit it or not mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they would not be playing for millions of dollars right if it wasn't for Tiger so. I'm I'm looking forward to just you know trying to trying to help push forward whatever
3: whatever can be pushed forward. You're gonna be part of the the, the next
4: generation.
3: I was gonna say the next generation. So Tiger was Gen Mm One, and then now Young. So which you know he is of a certain ilk, and it's fine. You know whatever, whatever. Uh, Shout out to the undefeated. You should check out this uh, this thing they got coming out. But Generation Two is like Claude said young and unapologetically black. So now it's not just, oh, there's a brown, you know, there's a a, a person who happens to be black. It's like, oh, this is a person that's like, he e black, black. You yeah, know? you
0: know, and a and, and, and Vern's point about black, black, I mean, like, Josh, you brought this point, I mean, when you looked at the integration with like NBA, NFL, and, and all the other major league sports, it's so funny how like, you not only see black athletes, but you see black culture in those sports. You know, and even to now yeah. where ESPN and Sports Center, when you look at bumper music in and out of breaks, it's always hip hop. When you look at Go feature way. packages yeah. that they're doing, they're always playing hip hop or RB and the references. Mm-hmm. It's because they understand the athlete, they understand the consumer, uh, they understand, you know, uh, buying power, and they understand this. And and I I can totally see golf going in that direction i mean even when we're at the long the capital long drive championship i mean we had a dj out there he's blasting hip-hop you know dancing having a good time i mean it's like it's like it's 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 to say you know yeah we're here we embrace your game you know embrace us you know you know what i mean and we can all we can all just do this this thing and 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 i I feel like you and, and and maurice you know you guys are like kind of leading the charge in this and we talked about it for weeks on the show man like after you know that taping you know, with you guys and Alexis Belton. I mean, just just seeing folks out there just doing their thing again, unap- unapologetically black and and but not militant, just embracing like, "Yo, we yeah. here. Let's let's what up." Yeah. You know, yeah, and, I mean, and it's, it's so good to it's see. As
4: simple as that. It's 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 literally simple as that. Like yeah. no one's trying to. Everybody just wants their spot at the table. You know what I'm saying? And right. um, I think the best way that you know we can grow the game, of course, like you know putting putting together events like that but also just like equipping everybody with with swings you know what i'm saying like that's mm-hmm. that's how cuz the way that the game's going to grow is we got to make it fun and golf's not fun unless you hit it good <laughs> <laughs> and you know you got you you got to be able to bring your own like flavor to it i guess you could call mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. right and um and that's and that's what that was that's what was so cool about the Capital Lawn Drive Classic, like, I was so, I, I'm, I'm really appreciative of, like, being able to be a part of it because I've never seen multiple golfers or multiple black golfers all in one event. Like, I think what the most, the most black golfers I've ever seen are probably, like, two. I think, like, Tiger Woods yeah. and Harold Varner Always. Um, in one event. Like, so to be able to, like, so we don't see it them. and to be a part of it is, like, a dream. It's, like, a dream come true. Like, to, to be on a, be in a golf setting and had DJ five, nine there, yeah. like what? Like, yeah,
2: that's,
4: that's, that's how it's supposed to be. Like, in my opinion, like that's, that's awesome. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm really excited to see, you know, how people take everything. And, um, I'm excited for the future events of it for
0: sure. So. Josh Jackson, you got to promise it's not the last time you're going to be on Golf DMV, man. It was a total pleasure, brother. We got to have you back on the show, man. We got to have you hey, back yeah, on the yeah. show. We hey, gotta,
4: I'm, I'm around the corner,
0: man. Okay. Y'all got me up. <laughs> we got you, on, we got you on, on video and audio saying this, so we're going to get you back on the show, okay, my man? <laughs> awesome, man. All right, folks, that's Josh Jackson, Vern Brown, uh, Lawrence Brooks. Uh, guys, it's been fun. We'll be back next week on Golf DMV.